You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Pru. I'm really excited. What is this crazy dildo you have on your table? It's a it's a charger for a car. It goes in the cigarette later. It's just a dual USB thing. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with you. It kind of looks like a sex toy. <laughs> just that's just kind of funny. All right, we uh, haven't done one of these in a long time. We've been we've been so busy doing great interviews and uh, talking about some of the great events in Niagara. I just love that you okay, I'm, I'm like moving the, the sex toy away from here so that I'm just anyway. We 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 actually have some local happenings to talk about we do but uh, let's uh let's start with some wine i know you're drinking some beer but uh mm. uh i thought we'd try some some wines i'm not just do. drinking a beer what does it say on the can isn't it the champagne of beer or something it like is that? miller high life the beer i discovered when we were in kentucky oh boy i, I tend to stick to more craft beer but for two dollars and 15 cents it's kind of hard to go wrong with this if you've got the time We've got the beer, Miller beer. Ah, anyway, so uh, I'm going to start with a couple of bottles here, and then we'll move on to some topics while we try it. And uh, let me just say that I, I have taken the uh, capsule off, and you heard me scream from the other room. I am livid, absolutely livid, at, uh, at Randall Graham uh, from Bonnie Dune, because this is actually a Bonnie Dune K de Solo. Uh, and it's one of the original Big House Reds. Now I think it's a you can get Big House Red, but this was the K Del Solo. It's a 2001. How much do you pay for that? Oh, uh, I don't. I like don't Bonnie Dunes, a oh 20 bucks. Yeah, Bonnie Dunes, a, a high quality producer, Correct. California, and so and they're they're definitely one of the better wineries for retaining acidity in their wines. So so Randall Graham was all about you know. Um, screw cap and you know he he actually held if i'm not mistaken he held a uh a funeral for the cork and he's been all about screw cap and i open this thing up and i find a uh, i find a, a plastic plug in this thing and i am i am livid because i've held on to this bottle for i don't know how long thinking it's gonna be great again that great acidity that great fruit randall graham i really want to see where this bottle would go in in Okay, I, l- I like that you're crapping it already. You haven't opened it yet. We can open it. Who knows? It might be fine. I had um, a bottle of ice wine that Conrad Edgebick brought over here from Malivore that was quite old, that was sealed with a plastic cork, and it was fine. I, I don't know. Nope, it smells like plastic. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Randall, you've really disappointed me here. Oh, and it tastes like too. Oh, my God. Well, so much for that. Uh, I was I was really surprised that it wasn't um, under screw cap, Andre. And then when uh, I figured, okay, so it must have had a cork in it. And then I uh, pulled that off, and you were I yeah I, I couldn't curse enough. That's. I'm gonna leave the, the cork out. I'm gonna leave this plastic cork out because I did have a bottle of O5, um, either Cab Franc or Cab. So sent to me from Viewpoint a few years ago that was sealed with plastic. And I kept the bottle, but I left the cork out, and overnight, the plastic had blown off. So let's just wait and see if maybe at the end of the podcast this tastes better. Oh. All right. So uh, wine number two, hopefully we can drink this one. It is a Fielding 2005 Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. Let's, let's see. So, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, under screw cap. So. 05? 05. 05. Was that hot summer? Oh, it would have been a hot year. would have been a good year, actually. 
So the, the, the good year before 07. The good year before 07, between 02 and 07. Hmm. Mm. That's really nice. Mm. Very yeah. tart. It's like raspberry pie. I mean, minus some of the uh, some of the pastry notes, like raspberry pie filling. Should have, could have got that chilled a little more. But other than it's, yeah, that's held up. Hold it on. Hmm. All right. Well, you got a fridge, don't you? Yeah. Okay. We put it in the fridge. Put it in the fridge. Chill it up, and I'll uh, I'll talk a little bit about it. No, it's it's nice. It's uh, who made this? The acidity is good. I don't uh, fourteen years. I uh, that could be Lipinski at that point. Still, <laughs> I th I think Richie's been there twelve years or something like that. Okay, something like that. Thirteen years. I just talked to him recently, and uh, he told me how long he'd been there, and I was I was still shocked that Richie'd been been at fielding that long. You know, you know winemakers kind of you know if they if they're not owners, they kind of come and go. You know what I mean? You got a handful of held on, like yeah. uh, JL. JL held on, well, at Stratus, but then he held on at uh, Trius for forever. Yep. But I mean, he he left, and but if you're not an owner, like you know Dave Johnson at Featherstone, owner, so he's not really going to go anywhere. He, he owns the place, right? So. True that. So we've got some local happenings to talk about. We do have some. Where uh, do you want to start? I think we should start with, uh, I guess it'd be the oldest news by the time you're listening to this podcast, but um, last week. On Twitter, boycott Peely Island uh, Winery was trending. You know what? I I, I caught that. I, I read about it, and I was like, "We still got to say why it was out there." Oh, okay, okay. Go ahead. You can. You're the you're the news. You, you work at a news station, so you probably got the some of the full story. All right. So Doug, I read a couple articles. So Doug Ford showed up at Peely Island Winery and uh, talked about how he's trying to bring wine to grocery stores and people should buy Peely Island Winery. And there's 25, and people, 25 people employed by the winery. And then it was revealed that the owner of the winery had made a couple of thousand dollar donations to the Ontario PC Party. And people are all up in arms about this, boycott Peely Island. Um, I mean, yeah, that's kind of where we, where we lie. And you I, were about to talk about I, your reaction I, when you saw the, I, the I, hashtag trending. You know what, I... I you you kind of said, have you seen this? And I and I had read a couple of the articles, and uh, I, I I thought how absolutely ridiculous. Um, Ontario has been getting the shaft for so long in the uh, with their wine. We we were basically sold out in '93 by the by the free trade agreement, and we've we've been trying we've been we've been playing from behind the whole time. I think if a winery wants to you know put a little bit of money in. Uh, now they're calling it pay for play. I, I don't. I don't know if it's that. Maybe he's. Maybe. Uh, maybe Walter Schmorantz is just. You know. A, a, a piece. Maybe he's a progressive conservative. Maybe that's his leaning, and he's going to give it to them anyway, because he's not going to give it to the liberals, and he's not going to give it to the NDP. So who cares? And they are a very large winery. They're in the top five in Ontario. I don't know where they they lie in the whole in the whole province, but they're definitely top five for for production. So and he can only give two grand. Like that's that's all. Actually, he can it's, it's sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. It's a thousand bucks. It's a thousand bucks. The fact that it was two donations. There's some people who are, who are crying foul at, at the donations, but I believe I, I heard it was sixty. Uh, it was a thousand. And listen, I, thousand I believe and I believe everything was was above board, or we would be hearing more about the story. Correct, but I, I just you know we've got to if 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 to to get us talking about wine in grocery stores, if that's what it takes, I'm all for it. I think it's stupid. And then you know what. The, the progressive conservatives were also going for a dinner at Redstone at a thousand dollars a plate, 
you know what? Are we going to start boycotting Redstone? Are we going to boycott every winery that says, you know what, we like the progressive conservatives? I, I, I understand that you're not a big fan of Doug Ford. I get it. Are you going to let me say anything? Or no, are you just keep I'm, I'm just going to keep going for a second here. Look, I understand people don't like Doug Ford, but are you going to all over the Ontario wine industry because we're trying to make something happen with this government who seems open to making something happen? It's true. I, I, I hate Doug Ford. I think he's a buffoon. Uh, I think a lot of the policies that have been put in place by the progressive conservative government have done a lot to set this province back and to hurt people. And frankly, I don't really give a if you think liberal spending was out of control because all of the cuts Doug has made has not put a single dollar back into your pocket in the form of a tax rebate. That's all I'm going to say going off topic on that. But boycotting Peely Island is completely ridiculous. Because the next step is boycotting Ontario wine, which is even well, stupider. Okay, you, you, got, hey, hey, you got to talk. Wineries you got to need talk. their help. You got to talk. Let me get my thing because my angle is just a little bit different from yours. Because I do think it does look a little unscrupulous to have a government promoting businesses that have made donations to the campaign. But I don't think the issue is with the businesses making the donation. I agree with you that if it's something that has to be done to get the conversation to take place, unfortunately, that's how lobbying and that's how governments work. Which I think is, our I think our lobby group isn't that good. Uh, yeah, uh, we have, also, and we have too many. I also think that it's it's also a drop in the a drop in the pool when we're talking about people with with money because I mean you and I know most of the people who run the wineries except for the handful of large ones. It's a lot of family run, you know, family owned businesses that don't have a ton of money to, to work with. Let me finish. Well, look, the, you're like bite hey, your tongue. Let me the, finish. The, the lobby group is also asking for money from the government. So how can they lobby, you know, really hard for? for you know what they need when they go oh and also give us money while we're lobbying well that's how lobbying works you spend money to hope to get kickbacks take a but look at what's happened in the united states what with you're the trying, drug what companies you're trying to do benefited what from you're trying to do with your lobbying is to make them change yes. and instead of change they just throw money at you which is what they're asking for yes so why would you change if all you're going to get is money and you get and you get your money and now you go well, we, we need you to change as well. I don't. Th I don't think our lobby groups, and it's stupid because we should put all these groups together instead of instead of talking okay, to so me, many different voices. Me, like, we need one down, Michael. Let me finish. Let I me just, finish my I point. I just get so sick and tired of this, dude. Just let me finish my point, or I'm going to turn your microphone off. Okay. I think if you're mad at someone, we should be mad at this government if they are in fact charging money for access to the premier and charging money for shout-outs on the Ontario News Now channel, which is a propaganda machine, which is something we should all have issues with, regardless of the message. I think you're right. The wineries need to do a better job of screaming up and down, jumping up and down and screaming for better access to market. I know we're doing that, but there, there has to be a, a breaking point where there's it, better organization demand. And if it takes $1,600 from one winery to get them in there, get them talking, then I'm all for it. All right. I, I agree with you on that. And Doug Ford is still an that's that's your opinion. I I, I want to see him take care of the wine industry like he took care of the beer industry. What has he done for the beer industry? Well, he brought them back. Buck of, I know Bucket Beer was kind of a, a but Bucket Beer has done joke. nothing good Correct, for the beer it industry. Hasn't, but what I'm saying is he at least turned his attention to doing something for the beer industry. Now it's time to do something for the wine industry or the alcohol industry in general. In general, correct. Um. So second up, second up. Um. A few waves have been made in the past week uh, at Norman Hardy's winery has now been in the news again. First off, being granted, uh, sorry, meddling a, a few words at the Wine Align National Wine Awards. 
and um, the fact that Norman Hardy's winery has been allegedly reinstated reinstated by the Prince Edward County Wine Growers Association. Well, well, do tell about this meddling you have. Yeah, three of the wines that Norman Hardy had entered into the National Wine Awards of Canada uh, got medals. Okay. Oh, meddling, as in meddled instead of I thought he I thought he was <clears throat> meddling. That's that's not what we're talking about. But he entered wines, and and I and I. Not going to defend the man in any way, shape, or form because I, I think he's beyond defending. Um, but he entered wines. They taste them blind. If he gets medals, he gets medals. Okay, but do you think, and I don't want to spend as much time on this as we did about Peely Island, but do you not think if you're running a wine competition, you have a bit of an obligation to decide whether or not you want someone to play ball with you? Like, Look, he, pay, he paid his money to get in. And that's what it is. He paid his money to get on the table, and he got on the table. I if, if, I still if have you, my problems with Norman listen, Hardy. Listen, Michael, if you and I were in the Tour de France, and we were caught using drugs, we would be banned. Even if we were still at the top of our game, we would still be banned. That or that 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 uh, organization, the organization, the governing body, have a set of rules that if you break the rules, you don't get to play the game anymore. Well, obviously, if you if you sexually harass somebody and admit to it. Um, you can still get into a wine competition. I guess that's it's it's okay in Ontario. What my my problem I also, is, I also think we need to be, need to be careful as well because I know Tony Aspler has said as well that his wines were entered in the Ontario Wine Awards and the wines did not show as well as they did at the National Wine Awards. He was also stripped of his winemaker of the year that year for the previous year. Yes, correct. So I just listen. If it were me running my competition, if if we were running. If we were running a wine competition, Norman's wines would not be welcome at my wine competition. No, and I and I'm I'm not defending the man in any way, shape, or form. If you want to take his money and put him in your competition, I guess money speaks louder than principles. I really have have nothing to say to that I I I'm in 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 full agreement and as, as frank and frankly as someone who has. Many friends, many friends who are young women who are working in the wine industry, as someone whose wife works in the food industry, it's a little disheartening to see that that Norman's been let out of the penalty box. And, and by as the far industry. as and as far as Pequa goes, getting back into uh, Pequa, uh, if they would like to reach out to us and tell us what Norm did to get out of the penalty box, did he did he make a donation to women's shelters? Did he did he start doing uh, uh, community service? Did he? I'd like to know what gets him out of that penalty box. Yeah, because as, as far as you and I are concerned, like I still follow Norman Hardy's winery on social media, keeping one eye on it, but there has been nothing from him except for the, the, the frankly, the bullshit statements that were put out shortly after the story broke in the Globe and Mail. Yeah. And, is, uh, is, is a quote-unquote apology. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that that's it. Um, and I, I, you know what? I'd like to know where Summerness sits on this too. Are they going to bring him back as well? Is he allowed back into Summerness? Well, and I mean, it, it's yeah. It, it's also interesting to see. Uh, yeah, Norm, you know, you're, Norm, you're not off my list. Um, and I will, I, I will, I will admit, I will never go back to his winery. It it, it stems from long before uh, the allegations came out, which because, is a, which is which I is mean, it's a moot story. point. It's a moot point. But he, he said something to me at one point that, that rubbed me the wrong way, and then I, I threw my hands up and said, I'm not doing Norm Hardy anymore. Um, when the uh, allegations came out, uh, you also raised your hands, and you said, I'm out. So he will not get another review from me. I cannot see what, what causes me to review his wines ever again. It, it is important that we do not forget that this 
story took place and, and i hate like it feels like we're trivializing it i think it's important that we don't forget that norm made victims out of many women not just the women who came forward in the story admitted the behaviors and frankly i am completely fed up of listening to people say well he wasn't criminally convicted he admitted it it's not even just just being admitted, he admitted it. it he said it in, a, in his apology he said i did it he said okay. although some of them some of these allegations are true Dot, dot, dot. It doesn't matter. After that, he just said, I did it. And, and I mean, that's it. Is I would like to think that as a society and as an industry, we're setting ourselves to a higher standard than having someone sent to jail before we decide that they are not worth I'll, our time I'll, or business. I'll end it this way. The President of the United States has been credibly accused of rape by almost two dozen women. He's still President. I guess in this day and age, we just don't care anymore. Well, isn't that a summer note? All right, so... How do we transition to this? Because there was another article that came out that I really wanted to uh, talk to you about. Because this was a bit of a follow-up, because it, it was... Um, a lot of people have really listened and really enjoyed our $100 bottle of wine podcast. Correct, yes. And I mean, that's still... I still think it's an interesting discussion, and I, I'm sure it's something we're going to revisit down the road as soon as I can afford to spend money on more $100 bottles of wine. I'd like to see you share that $100 bottle of wine with me. Um, well, the best wine, the best wine that I tasted in 2018 was what at the time would have been a 350 dollars bottle of wine that uh, 2006 Tokolone Cab Sauv from okay. Paul Hobbs. So why don't you recap uh, the story you read so that people are up to date and we can discuss this next. Um, essentially, I don't need to get into the minutiae of the article because I read it a, a couple weeks ago, but it was just questioning whether or not there's any rosé on the planet worth $100. And the thing is, I did read the article, but I didn't need to get past the headline to be like, uh, nope, nope, there's no way I'm spending $100 on a bottle of rosé unless it says uh, Krug on the bottle and it's got bubbles. So, uh, yeah, you know my thoughts because uh, you knew my thoughts on the $100 bottle of wine. But I, I guess what we have to start figuring out is where the, the ceiling for rosé is. And I and you actually were discussing before the podcast briefly where our ceiling is and you said uh, ceiling's 24.95 and it's Miravel. So I I don't think Miravel is that great and I think Miravel probably tax on 5 bucks because celebrity Rangeline, connection yes, and what and then we talked about another one called Hampton Water by Gerard Bertrand. Look, which you had no idea was uh, John Bon Jovi jam. I, you know, I didn't care. Put it that way. Which I think is cool. I, I don't think it's cool when, when a celebrity is connected to a wine that they're not I, front and center with it. I, I saw it also appeared in Billions. I was like, hey, I recognize that. But it's twenty nine ninety five here, and I find that's high. Although I will, I will be very honest with you. When I did try that, um, I finished the bottle. It was. Absolutely delicious. But I remember, I can't I remember spend tasting it. Thirty dollars. I, I tasted the, the wine as well, um, and I remember tasting it, enjoying it with a couple people who were over, over at my house for dinner that day, and thinking to myself, "Man, this is a really good twenty dollars bottle of wine." Turning it around because there was a sticker on the back yeah. with the stick with the the pricing information on it, and it was twenty nine. If I was just like, "Nope." Yeah, see, that was my thought. And Gerard Bertrand makes some really good rosés. He makes Cote de Rosé, which I thought was really good. Yep. Uh, he makes the Pearl de Grenache, which I that thought was, okay. was was good. At fifteen ninety five, I I bought some. I, I poured it on the on the deck. At you know under twenty dollars, I thought it was a really good South of France rosé. I just have trouble with thirty dollars and above. So. 
henceforth, $100 I'd have a huge problem with. Yeah. I mean, I guess this conversation is shorter than I thought it would be, but I thought it would be fun to blow the dust off of the $100 bottle of wine conversation, but it looks like we're both on the same page. Yeah, I'm not gonna, the thing is, I'm not going to argue with it. Are, are you'll you pay $100 for a Chardonnay. I would never pay $100 for a Chardonnay. Would I pay $100 for a cab? Still no. Still no. Still 90, no. $90? No. $85? No. 80 No. $75? has to be so damn good. Okay, so we've 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 got a cap though. You've gone up from saying there's no bottle of wine worth more than I, forty. You bucks. know what? I'd even have to run that by my wife, and she would have to go. You really have to like this. <laughs> like you really get it. Like but, fifty. I've paid. I think I bought one or two bottles that were fifty dollars. Like that was that is. No, well, wait. I think it was my wife, and it was Chardonnay. All right, so she'll she'll pay fifty for a shard. I, I still won't. Okay. I mean, I'm sure we'll revisit this as we continue down this down this podcast. I'm sure as as, as we go, maybe one day I'll go. You know what, Andre? It really was worth a hundred bucks, and I and I bought a bottle. But I don't know if I'll ever admit that to you. He's Andre Pru of uh, AndreWineReview.ca. I get that right? You did. Uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, please check out our Patreon. Consider donating a couple of bucks. Um, you know, it helps us keep things going. You get to hear us yell at each other the way we've been doing. Keeps the lights on. Uh, buy a bottle of, of Peely Island wine. Yeah, don't. Solid, solid entry-level VQA. I mean, they're don't, not. Don't be dicks about this. Like, yeah. really. Like, don't punish Ontario wineries because they want to start making some changes and making some money. And, and, you know, I guess just the last word I want to say to it is I have no issues with boycotting businesses based on political uh, affiliations. If you have people that, but, like. As, as much as I hate Doug Ford, he like he's he's not the devil, or he's just he's just a crappy politician. Or or boycotting places because of things they've they've done that are just morally reprehensible. I don't think giving money to a political party is morally reprehensible. Hey, that's a a, a good way to, to to draw the line. Is Jesus? Someone's gonna be offended by what we've just done here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to anyone we've offended. I'm, I know I'm, Michael isn't. I'm but. not. I'm not. I'm Michael Pinkus of MichaelPinkusWineReview.com. You stole my line. Oh. I was supposed to say that about you. Aww, Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave a review. We'd love to hear what you think. Uh, as always, you can email us, twoguystalkingwine at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, good night. Good night? Good night. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.